This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, what a time to be alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the things each week to make you say the thing that's titled podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. The long fade out made it really feel like the olden days there for a second. <laughs> really, it really brought me back. Back when we all actually physically saw each other. Yeah. Those were the days. Impossible. Impossible now. But it is know, weird to think about to the people. fact that, yeah, like, definitely, like, I've been seeing people occasionally outside mm-hmm. in the park and stuff. But it is weird to think about. I talk to you guys every week, and I have not physically seen either of you in, what, like, seven months now? More than that. Fucking weird. Right? When did this all kick? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Mid March. Um, Our last our last recording was like probably March I would guess like March tenth or something like that. Yeah. Like March eighth. Dude, I uh I I felt so bad last night because now I'm in I'm in my new apartment. I'm living alone, which by the way, uh you can find our Patreon at patreon.com what a time bot and support me living alone. Um (laughs) but uh I, so because I'm a, living alone now, like I don't see, you know, I don't even have like the presence of people around me or the sound of people. So I'm like kind of, you you, you like want to go do stuff. And um, most people I knew like couldn't, but I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to a, a bar near me and, you know, like sit outside and have a beers and so that I can see people and feel. But like Friday nights in Bushwick are like, because it's obviously only outdoor dining and it's table service. And it's like really hard to get a table. And I went to this place near me and like I I waited and then I felt just felt terrible the entire time I was drinking my beer because I was sitting like by myself at a table while like groups of people were staring at me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll be done soon. But I was like, I have to get out of my car. Yeah. <laughs> but it was nice. It was fine. Yeah, I when I first got back to the city, I live in a three bedroom apartment. But when I first got back to the city, neither one of my roommates were around. And uh, it's usually living alone is great. But living alone right now is definitely a little stranger for sure. Yeah, I also do that like um, because I live I live right by like a couple blocks away from the big like uh, Western Crown Heights, like nightlife street. And uh, I will very frequently just go sit at a table by myself and feel like a weirdo. But just like, I need to look at people. I need to like, I need to overhear other people's conversations that I yeah. don't know. That's like very to be important reminded to me. that there's life on this. Planet. I heard a really good one last night, actually. Um, I was sitting outside. I went to get a drink on my way home and I just like stopped for a minute, drank half of it and then like walked home. But uh, there was this table of like super loud like old black guys with like very like stereotypical like south brooklyn construction worker accents you know like Mm. very like hey how you doing like that kind of thing and this guy i think he was a little drunk and he was screaming my wife she's a leo 
she's a lioness. And I was like, this guy fucking rules. Very this is like good. A very wonderful hybrid of old and new Brooklyn that this like old like South Brooklyn guy is talking about the astrological sign of his wife. I just yeah. like was very happy. Well, the other thing is that it's around here where I live now, like, you know, these bars all have outdoor seating and then and the like homeless people in the area have figured it out and they just literally do a loop over and over and over asking for money from everybody at the outside tables. So they just go around the block over and over when they, you know, bring in new tables. Um, but then also last night, it, there was this woman who was, like, so strange. She was, like, kind of dressed like a... Not like a raver, but, like... Uh, dude, she was so weird. She was, really like, all in yellow with kind of her hair up and, like, a like a, like a sort of... Like, pebbles from Flintstones. And was, like, clearly an older lady... And then she came up to me at the table and she was like, I'm so sorry. And her voice was like kind of weirdly high. And she was like, would you happen to have a dollar so I can buy some candy? And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I don't have cash on me. And then she just went down and asked everybody. And every time she specified it was to buy some candy. And it was uh, really unsettling. It was actually quite strange. I hope she got some candy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like... on the other hand, it's like, if it's for candy, I think you'll be all right without, if you don't get candy. If that's truly, if that's truly the purpose of this money, you know, it's just know. a sweet tooth situation. Well, everybody deserves a treat. Yeah. She's some sour sketty, man. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm the asshole, I guess, for this. <laughs> not giving this lady dressed like a fucking sunflower money for candy. Get, I, if you're dressed like a sunflower, <laughs> that's all you eat. That's, yeah, she just subsists on on candy. She's got to yeah. attract. She's got to attract bees. Needs to be, <laughs> exactly. needs to be sugary. An actual bumblebee. She was asking for honey, and she kept asking if I'd seen the queen. And I was like, "What queen?" And she was like, "I need my orders." And then she flew away. She was this speaking big. Of, she was very small. <laughs> and, speaking yeah. of nature, uh, it's that time again, guys. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, many many people. Uh, reminded us we had uh, we discussed this last year as one of the numbers we won't go over it again in our in our main segment but uh, it is once again Fat Bear Week 2020 <laughs> crazy year <laughs> is yeah. that a bear it sounded like a motorcycle yeah that's a bear it's a bear <laughs> motorcycle bear it's a bear um, on a motorcycle yeah it's uh it's Fat Bear Week again it's that time they're getting ready to hibernate uh, the bears are getting real fat there's a bracket uh, you can there's a tournament you can vote uh do we have uh do we have ramble rock on the soundboard i forget we should some sort of espn yeah play some Ramble rock so if you go to cat my nps k-a-t-m-a-i-n-p-s on twitter they have the whole bracket posted uh some pics of all the fat bears uh it's a good it's a good field this year it's a strong strong field uh, quote from someone who works at uh, Katmai, the, the poll quote from uh, this Mashable article is just, quote, the Bears are enormous this year. So <laughs> The parody in the league is great this year. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of contenders, you know. Nobody's we're, rebuilding. We're looking, yeah. We're looking forward to a, a real strong season for Fat Bears this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. voting starts this September 30th and it ends, I think, October 6th. I think that's the week. So it's going to be mid, you know, a couple days after this comes out. 
Uh, it's, so keep it's an eye November out. November 2nd is the voting for Fat Bear Week. Um, <laughs> this is what everyone's talking about. They're telling you to vote. Yeah. That's talking about Fat Bear Week. <laughs> it's man vote by mail is really gonna fuck up fat bear week it's gonna be a huge problem <laughs> yeah pennsylvania they're already gearing up to uh file a bunch of lawsuits and it's gonna be great mm-hmm. um, yeah about fat bear week i mean i'm really worried yeah. holly's gonna tr- refuse to give up power yeah if she, get, if she doesn't win she was the winner last year i believe there it is <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it's time. It's that time of year again. We're back in the forest. We got picnic baskets. We're checking out the fattest bears of the year. We got Holly, the reigning champion, and other fat bears coming in hot at her heels. <laughs> Throw it to our field reporter, a- another fat bear. <laughs> what do you think, fat bear? We I don't got- think I can do the bit for the whole song. <laughs> It's interesting, like, some of them have names and some of them don't. The which Taco is Bell? Like, well, what's going on? Yeah. Yokira Fat Bears? <laughs> we got... Um, yeah, well, well, the ones that have names... Yeah, I mean, like, the ones that have names... Well, no, Walker got kind of screwed, because Walker has a name, but Walker's the only one who's in the first... Oh, no, Walker and Chunk are both in the first round. Um, well, I hope I feel that, like I hope that, Are I'm they not, seated? Yeah, I, I, I feel like I wouldn't vote for a bear, a fat bear called Walker because it's like you're doing the thing that makes you less fat. Yeah. Like yeah. I definitely am voting for Chunk over Walker. Chunk, just well, as yeah. far as names go. Well, Chunk and Walker would not meet until the finals. Um, but Holly, yeah. Holly got a uh, Holly got a first round buy. That's my favorite um, part. Is that someone she has even, a buy. She Two people have sh- buy. Grazer also has a buy. So yeah. And Otis too, and seven, whoever seven forty seven is, which is obviously the most powerful number to have as, <laughs> in terms of your fat. Is that a numbered name or is that a real name that just happens to be numbered? That's, <laughs> the, that's the, a good question. Like some of them have no, just are like bear number eight fifty six, but seven forty seven yeah. might just be his name. Well, yeah. it's not so in quotes, big. but it should be his name for sure. Unless you want to call him like <laughs> unless you want to call him like Jumbo or something. Jumbo Jet, um, Jumbo Jet, the fat bear. But. Oh, um, <laughs> Yeah, and also uh, exciting uh, development is that uh, uh, Holly, who's number 435, uh, 435's Cub is also this year uh, an, an entrant uh, in the first round. Looks oh, like wow. might, be, might be walking into a buzzsaw by the name of Grazer, uh, who is who is waiting to meet them in the second round, but, uh, but we'll see. It's always nice to see a dynasty get going, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Keep well, it in the family. Holly, Holly yeah. will be able to retire knowing that the title is in good hands. You know, <laughs> Holly's in sort of her like late Brett Favre years, and uh, her cub is the Aaron Rodgers that's ready to take over the Fat Bear crown. Uh, A tradition unlike any other Fat Bear Week. <laughs> America's, I will say, America's <laughs> Fat Bear Week. I do have some news that might help you fill out your own bracket. Um, so Bear 747, previously discussed, Jumbo Jet. Uh, there's an article about him from a month ago, August 25th, uh, saying that he had already gotten so big that he is having difficulty walking. So okay. an early strong contender. Um, Which, that that was what was going on in August. And in itself, that will cause him to become fatter because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, just imagining 747 we, lumbering uh, around to this. Excellent. Are we doing brackets? We should do brackets and tweet it we out. Should. Yeah, we should oh, put man. our picks yeah, this, in. This I mean, fat, the thing is, like, fuck now. the problem with seven forty-seven though is like, if he can't walk, that means he might not be able to go get as much salmon. 
you know, because like if he's having mobility issues, so oh, he man. might. And nobody's lose a allowed bit to feed them, I yeah. assume. Because in that's that article, like Kath, there's a video of him just like not being able to go up a hill. He's like too fat to go up a <laughs> it hill. It seems like he might die. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> this is man. Uh, this video is pretty good. I I feel very bad for him. Here, though. show it to the listeners. <laughs> Refer, referring to him as his his rotund butt is already on the struggle bus. It's like, okay, you know, like why don't we give him a break here? Don't be rude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, yeah guess there, I guess there's a lot more really there's a lot more salmon than usual uh, for whatever reason. Probably because there aren't people all over the place. Because nature's and, healing. Uh, nature's healing. And uh, so I guess they're getting even fatter than usual. So. Um, Where's the? You know. They should have Fat Salmon Week, like right, like the exactly <laughs> half a year before Fat Bear Week. Don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think it's somewhat rude. To, I, I think to include a baby bear is, is mean. Let them, <laughs> yeah. let them uh, mature. Yeah, you had like an instant reaction to that when you saw that. You were like, yeah. "Well, that's not that's not right." Yeah, like, that's not nice. <laughs> the rest of this is fine, but the, it's don't really the baby. if it's a fat baby, it's simply a, it's just like a vote of confidence and a nice thing for their the gathering skills of their parent because their parents like you know that's like true. If you saw like, like if a Holly... fat little bird, you'd be like, "Damn, that bird's mom must be regurgitating so much food into its mouth." I don't know if that's <laughs> the first it. thing I would think, but. I don't, yeah. <laughs> different strip but yeah no if holly like holly won last year so the fact that she is herself very good at getting fat and now is also catching enough salmon to also fatten up her baby pretty impressive yeah she's really doing double the work i think that um you know it's this is bear patriarchy not acknowledging the fact that she's doing double what uh the male bears are doing yeah holly Um, signed to record-breaking contract after performance we have a we have a quote here uh the competition is going between the fat bears and the really fat bears that's that's the uh all the bears are fat this year which is a very pleasing (laughs) sentence to me very good like not a lot of good news in 2020 but all the bears are very fat this year all the bears are fat this year kind of it's got like a it's got like a poetic it's in a good meter you know and yeah uh, all and the bears are fat this year. And, and and bear and year are I don't know what the the term is for it, but it's like they don't rhyme, but they you know, they're aesthetically similar and they are they almost they're kind of like, you know, cousins or something. I forget what the but yeah, it's it's just a just a good sense all around. So mm-hmm. real yeah, no, could definitely see pleasing. that being in a in a Robert Frost poem about the North or something, mm-hmm. you know? The all bears the bears are, fat. are fat they're on the Lake year. Island and is free. And, yeah, it sounds uh, like an old folk fat. saying or something. It's like, well, all the bears are fat this year, you know. Yeah. Um uh, seven forty seven forty seven I guess was the was the winner in twenty eighteen, which which I uh I d I don't recall from last year. Or or I don't know if he was the winner, but he was definitely the uh, he was a big big boy. Uh, I don't recall from our, our previous coverage of uh, <laughs> We know Holly won, but yeah. Uh let's see who won. I remember cause um Tristan drew that comic of us talking about bead nose and bead nose had won yeah. recently. Yeah. And we saw a picture of bead nose and like flipped out because he was so big. Oh, four oh nine bead nose was was twenty eighteen, yeah. So I guess I guess seven forty seven kind of collapsed at the end. So maybe this is his year. <laughs> Literally collapsed. That's why. <laughs> well, I couldn't get up the hill before. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like seven forty seven gets a strong start early and then kind of peters out toward the end. So yeah. We'll, we'll have choke to artist, see. real plays choke lot, artist. He plays a lot of cup, <laughs> he plays cupcakes in the early in the early games, and then once it gets into the conference, it's it's yeah. all over. Well, know? the thing is, the thing is that once he gets he gets nervous. And then because of the level of anxiety he's feeling about the competition, he can't eat. And as such, he, in, yeah. the, in, the, in the late stretch, 
when everybody else is really packing it on to, to bring it home, he's he just can't keep up, you know? Yeah. All Tough. Well, maybe he'll overcome it this year, you know? Maybe maybe this is his year. He's finally growing into himself, getting comfortable in the competition. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I feel like every organism on Earth is fatter than it ever was before right now. I feel like everybody, <laughs> like everything is 10 pounds heavier. Like the Earth's just going to fall out of orbit or something. It's like, whoa, <laughs> this is not rated for this level of weight. Just compressed slightly. But... Man, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true because, like, people, there isn't as much sort of, like, um, human intervention into the non-human natural world because of all of this stuff. So, like, all the animals are eating better, and then we all, like, can't really go anywhere, so we're all getting fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we des- yeah, I mean, we deserve, you know, hey, we, everyone gets a break from our shit, which is nice, I think. <laughs> yeah, you can try your best to swing a kettlebell around or buy ring fit adventure or you know switch boxing or whatever but yeah i'm buying all the embarrassing uh uh, exercise video games because i don't have roommates anymore and no one can see me so yeah i'm gonna get i actually started going to the gym um because my school that i work at has a gym and they moved all of their equipment outside so for the fall so you can like go lift weights outside so i'm like okay i feel like I like I'm not going to fucking Planet Fitness, but I was like I'm finally ready to go back to the gym. And it, I'd be, it I'd be more concerned about people like wiping stuff down because they don't. Ever. Yeah, I mean, you, the, it's super not crowded. There's like I've never seen more than one other person there, and like with COVID, surface transmission seems to not be that big of a deal. So you know, I just wipe everything down. Like the the biggest thing is I just don't want to be inside with a bunch of people breathing heavily. Yeah. Well, you know, well. We'll see. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll, well find out. Good I guess. luck with that. We'll find out. She's like, all right. <laughs> you don't want to do squats with some motion controllers attached to a switch? All right. Okay. It's the safe. Should we do option. numbers? Yeah, let's do it. Number five. Keeping the as keeping the giant animal bee going, uh, there is a new uh, park on the Oregon coast that you can visit if you would like. Um, it's in, I believe, Florence, um, not Italy, as we said. Uh, brand new, just opened. Check it out. It's Exploding Whale Memorial Park. It's the, deli- the, the delightful name of that. This is a, also the story from Stray Bag, the Discord, which I assume is a huge American Beauty fan, I guess. That's the, uh, isn't that the, that's the movie where the blip, there's a stray bag that's beautiful, right? Yep. Yeah, all right. Um, so yeah, this is a uh, this there, there's this park that was opening. It is named for a famous day. Um, this is in 1970, where there was a, a massive sperm whale carcass that washed up, that beached on uh, in the, on the Oregon coast, and they did not know how to get rid of it. I mean, I guess if it's a beached whale, you push it back out or whatever. But if it's a carcass, I guess it just keeps washing back up. Like it probably doesn't, it can't like get back out. Um, so they decided the best option would be to uh, blow up the whale with dynamite. Yeah. And uh, they thought, I guess that their like hypothesis here was that the dynamite would blow the whale into itty bitty particles. And it would just be like, poof, and there would be no whale. Uh, instead, it just uh, rained wh- whale viscera all over uh, an entire city for like a day, <laughs> like huge pieces of blubber and, and like whale organs fell on people, fell on cars, 
Uh, so everyone, this is apparently like in Oregon, like this is like something that people remember. And um, then there's, there's a little video here that uh, I won't play, but <laughs> discussing the exploded whale. Um, but now uh, this isn't, an, and this is another time where it's like, not as bad as usual, but it's like, hey, when you, if you're going to let people vote on a name for something, you're going to get a name you probably don't like. And that was what happened. Yeah. Um, they asked community for name suggestions. There were 120 plus. They narrowed them down to nine. And then the community voted. And uh, because of them, there is now a, an official exploding whale memorial park. <laughs> There's a great picture of the opening with uh, somebody dressed in a whale suit as a mascot. Um, which is very funny because it's a very happy whale suit, which I guess is you're not going to be able to get like an upset or like about to explode whale face. Is, is there like an exploding part of the whale in the mascot suit, like the head or something or no? No, I mean, the, head, the head's a blowhole, like, but it's... Yeah, it's a blowhole. It, oh, it's like the a other spray thing of water. That's like, the other thing that's very funny about this costume is that it's really shitty. It's yeah. like, it's very bad. Um, it kind of looks like, like PPE. Like <laughs> the bottom half just looks like PPE. Um, yeah, it's like hospital scrubs blue, which I think is giving that impression. Yeah, um, and, and those another, the feetsies are like the, the coverings that they use. Yeah, the little boot covers. Another thing about this article that is very weird is that half of it is just about how this happened the day Tanya Harding was born. Yeah, they're like, making a reference to that. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> it was a sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, man, I, Tanya Hart, I think about her all the time. She fascinates me. But yeah, like two uh, Oregon legends, the exploding whale and Tanya Harding. There's a related article where the headline is just Tanya Harding and the legend of the exploding whale were both born on this day in Oregon. Well, the idea so. of like the press being like, we can't, we can't cover this. Tanya Harding was born today. It's like, wait, wait yeah. like who's Tanya <laughs> Harding? What are you what? talking about? <laughs> oh, I thought every year it's like our yearly review of. That's so funny to imagine someone doing a story on a baby being born because they know it's going to be famous. (laughs) Somebody would be like, future famous ice skater Tanya Harding was born today. And everyone would be like, what? what? It's like the Umbrella Academy. What access do you have? Oh, man. Umbrella Academy season two. Don't check it out. It sucks. It was fine. Uh, I don't think it passes the time. Look, yeah, that's look, all that matters now. So does you know <laughs> playing with like a a bop it or whatever. But um, no, they well, just if we all had bop it. We wouldn't be talking about. <laughs> I mean, I think the I think the Umbrella Academy people got kind of like shoehorned into because of the plot of the actual comic book. They were like, oh, so the entire second season seems to rest on the shoulders of a, of a mediocre child actor. All right, well, let's try it. And then that's how I felt about it. But Wait, which, that's uh, my which problem one, with which, like which every show with which kids. Which actor's mediocre? The main kid? Like the, the time kid. travel kid? Yeah, the he's time awesome. travel kid. No, he's. I disagree. Get out of here. No, he's like doing a bad imitation of an adult. Drives me insane. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Get him out. Get him out. Um, one thing, though, that's also funny about this. Don't be a cutie pie, uh, okay? Ooh. Ugh. Yikes. What? <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, Don't be a cutie pie, okay? Uh, <laughs> Shelby's just a bully now. He's like, no, why don't you look closer? Um, <laughs> one thing that's also funny about this exploding whale Memorial Park is that, like, the picture, so both the suit and the picture of the whale that they have on the sign for exploding whale Memorial Park um, is, like, a really, like, cute whale. It's, like, you know, it's got, like, it's got this, like, anime eyes and stuff. 
But by the name of the park, it implies that this whale is about to explode. That so adorable, precious, cute, round-eyed whale is the one that is about to explode. Yeah, like they it's should have this. Sad. They should have this mascot walk around with a person in it, and then they should like swap the person out for when the park opens, and then fill it with like straw, and then blow the mascot up, and then that's the official. That's how they instead of a scissors to cut a um, a ribbon, they they just use a, a whale shaped bomb to blow up the entrance i don't know look i'm not i'm i'm not convinced the bottom half of this suit is not one of the tuxes from dumb and dumber <laughs> it does be. look like that <laughs> yeah with just like uh, a little cap piece over it which is the whale part i don't know that'd be a good uh, bit to watch someone get out of a mascot suit and they're wearing a tux under it <laughs> just sweating I like, profusely i like the idea of like a of like a giant squid like a bunch of giant squid showing up to the opening, like out in the ocean, just being like good, like yeah. the dead right. Squid. And every, the only, the with only all good sperm arms. whale is a dead <laughs> sperm whale. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of giant squid get there and are really bummed out because they thought they thought it was like a buffet. They thought there'd be a free meal of exploding <laughs> yeah. a, exploded whale. It's just, that, it's just it's just that picture from Instagram of the guy who showed up to his hater's funeral to make sure he was dead, but it's a squid <laughs> showing up to the whale. <laughs> yeah. It's the squids are the squids are tweeting the Nancy Pelosi clapping if about exploding whale memorial park. <laughs> um, speaking of things that didn't get talked about enough, which I think somebody said, like, like I think it was completely not covered enough that colossal squids are real, which was only found out like recently, and I feel like nobody was talking about it enough that they were uh, like, we had other stuff going on, man. Not it wasn't I mean, during how- COVID or anything. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a while ago. Like they learned. When did they learn they were real? It was like in our. It was in our lifetime. The first specimens of colossal squid were discovered and described in 1925. I think they thought they went extinct, and then in 1981, they'd never seen them. They'd never seen them. Also, if they were identified and described in 1921, mermaids were also like identified and described in 1921. They were going by like it was a monkey staple to drawing. That's yeah. That. So the thing, the thing that really happened in our lifetime was they caught the first live specimen. They never caught one, I don't think. They, they. I'm looking stuff. at the Wikipedia page right now. There's also there's different names. It's like because there's the they all they're like giant colossal. I'm talking about the one there was. They thought that a, a certain size of squid was mythical. And He's then talking they about the 747 it. squid. This is a prime Wikipedia thing where it's like I'm literally uh, I'm going to jump on Wikipedia it. and just for something I'm read, I've read for the first time ever but I'm just look I'll 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 track it down but some level of squid they thought was mythical until they found footage of, until they finally discovered it like in the deep sea I don't know if it's colossal giant the It's this one it it's colo- it's the colossal squid like we're talking about the same thing Spotted okay The one in 2007 yeah, that's they like had never seen one alive until 2007. Ten meters in length. Does that include tentacles? That's not that big, frankly. <laughs> not impressed. That's 30 from... feet. That's pretty big. Not impressed. I'm trying to think. Yeah, 30 feet is massive. I just giant, I feel like I'm just squid? being so gaslit about this. <laughs> it's like I'm reading stuff from a Wikipedia page. You're like, no, that's not true. <laughs> it's like, talk about gaslit. It's just like mm, I'm gonna look up and I'm then immediately looking at it. I know you fucking said it a million times. <laughs> I get it. You keep telling me that it's not true. I'm all right. Whatever. It's <laughs> get around. Eli doesn't. Around. Eli does not listen is it to giant squid. No, that one's smaller. 
No. Giant squid, the first images of the animal were taken in 2004. You guys are thinking of the gigundo squid. That's the biggest <laughs> one. Yeah. Maybe it is the giant. <laughs> the ginormous squid. <laughs> it's, that's what it is. It's the ginormous squid. They didn't know it was real. And uh, it was a huge deal. The, no, I remember the, watching it. There was like a thing on the Discovery Channel about it. I remember the, watching it. It's giant. Yeah, I'm thinking of the giant squid. By the turn of the 21st century, giant squid remain one of the few extant megafauna to have never been photographed alive, either in the, either in the wild or captivity. They didn't find one. They found a baby in 2001. They found the first. They, they saw a live one for the first time ever in 2002. So that's Before that, they thought. thought they only existed on uh, people's tattoos. Yeah, they, they, they thought, thought they it were... only existed on wood burnings that you bought at uh, <laughs> exactly. Urban Outfitters. <laughs> okay, so I was thinking of the giant squid. It's so confusing. You can't have giant and colossal. You got to switch it up. Those are scientists it's... have I hypothesized will... the, of the presence of the big honkin squid, but that yeah. one has not been. Uh... It is very misleading to have the giant squid be larger than the colossal squid. Yeah, I think that's, that's what's like insane. Very un, very unfair. It's because very... I think it's because giant squid is like sounds like a uh, you know like a cryptid. But yeah. colossal squid is more of a description because it is bigger than the colossal squid. It's uh, Man, this one's ten meters. There's a there's a picture on the Wikipedia page for giant squid where they're showing it showing its beak yeah, and I it don't like looks it. exactly like goatsy. It's just it's not <laughs> literally just goatsy, but a squid. It's, it's really not, not cool. It's very Cronenberg. Yeah, it's shit. I don't want to see it. And this I, this has the classic fucking crack and tentacles that are so so creepy. I love the. I love like two the uh, really long ones. Midway down, there's like a, um, like a like a wood carving or something, and like like, and it's a, it's from 1861. It's a fi- like a, a, a French ship trying to catch one. I love the the way they look in like the old photos, like just like they just like look like oh like yeah. s- real sea monster hours. Which I, Electron which I attempts to capture a giant squid. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. But this, that, this, so this is what I was thinking of the giant squid. Where there was, so basically that in two thousand two they were like, "Hey guys, I think we found a kraken." Like, did we just? Who's got a photo of a kraken? Is this possible? So yeah, it looks like there were like a bunch of sightings, but yeah, they didn't have a physical specimen. Yeah, there's a there's a pretty wild picture of one from eighteen seventy three where it's like hung up on a like clothesline. It looks like, and it's just oh like, yeah, just like drapes. Yeah, it's like it's creepy on. drapes, creepy tentacle drapes. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Just off, absolutely awful looking. Um, uh, I, thumbs um, down. Speaking of squids, uh, this is this story has already gone off Yahoo. It got sent to me by uh, 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 Twitter's Bobby Big Wheel. Um, uh, it was about uh, like a story that was aggregated on you Yahoo through some like you know bullshit you know fake news or place. I don't know why it got on Yahoo News, but it was about. Some Russian scientist claiming that he uh, he and his his people uh, were on a research mission a- in the Arctic under the ice and they fought a giant fourteen tentacle squid. And to me, I was like, "Well, I want that to be real. Not that I want like eldritch horrors to be unleashed upon the earth, mm-hmm. but uh, I like to." Why imagine. not? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess at this point, right? But could um, this year get any worse? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So your last more. words before you're killed uh, by a fucking uh, kraken. I mean, if it's going to happen any year, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Could it's, it be more 2020? Uh, that's yeah. You say that, and then someone starts explaining to you, actually, it's not because of the year. It's because of decades of systemic failure, too. And then they just get eaten by <laughs> right. Cthulhu. It's Just over. saying, yeah. like, you know, thanks, 2020, as your arms are getting pulled off by this squid. You know, just kind yeah. of like, okay. Well. I, I also recommend, if you scroll all the way down on the, the giant squid article, they, they also have as, like, a reference, literally a drawing from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. It's like an illustration depicting a giant squid, and it full on is like has a guy wrapped up in a tentacle, and another guy is attacking it with an axe. And they were like, "This is also an illustration of this this creature." Right? Yeah. yeah, this is like literally what this is. It's not a mythical. <laughs> I wish it was. This is like what this. they do. <laughs> well, I guess with the length, it could wrap you up like that. Ooh, oh no. So, like according that. to uh, the cultural depictions section of the giant squid page, it says um, controversy. comments about the welsh um (laughs) it says in particular uh the image of a giant squid locked in a battle with a sperm whale is a common one although the squid is the whale's prey and not an equal combatant i didn't know that yeah i thought they were i thought they were just wrestling for bragging rights to the sea or something but no they are the squid is the prey the squid is the the i feel like um, that's yeah, that's like the only like proportional meal a sperm whale can find. Or if like it's a blue whale, it's like finally a good snack. <laughs> Something that's like the right size. Yeah, every sperm whale sounds like uh, Tony Soprano and is looking for calamar. That's that's what so that's what this is. <laughs> I was gonna say. Ooh, I mean, I I'm pretty big this into like. This is too like, fucked uh, up for me even to think about. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he sounds like. That's that's the squid. That's that's the sperm whale thinking about exploded whale park. That's yeah. what he says. <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah. Um, one day, perhaps we will all visit Exploding yeah. Whale Park. We'll all get, in, perhaps in one New- day we'll all get eaten by the giant squid. Yeah. <laughs> in New Jersey, they're going to have a uh, head run over by car while at a gas station park. Whale Park. That's the uh, the, <laughs> the way that Frank Vincent. I forget his character, but the way he dies in the Sopranos. <laughs> Whoa, man! I'm only on season Spoiler. something. I didn't. I'm oh, sorry. It's only been off the air for 15 years. I'm no, sorry, everyone. It was actually unbelievable because I got distracted by another photo of a squid, so I didn't hear the spoiler. <laughs> oh, like, great. Whoa. Perfect. Yeah. But you know what? All Check right. out Exploding Whale National Park. It's actually, and I will say, there are pictures of the park. It's gorgeous. It's like a really nice park. Um, so, yeah, check it out if you, if you have the chance. We got to go. Yeah. I'd love All to. Right. Number four. Number four. Uh, this story comes to us from Mama Mia Hands in the Discord. Um, I saw this a few places this week, and it, it really gave me joy every time. Um, this is a story about uh, Costco, uh, our favorites. I was just talking to my co-host uh, of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, Pat Royce, yesterday, and he was he, he is in a new relationship, and... Basically, the first thing he told me about his new girlfriend was that she has a Costco membership, and he was really excited about it. Sure, um, yeah. I love Costco, man. It's the best. Uh, it's cool. It's cool to be in a big warehouse anytime, I think. we didn't. I remember when I was a kid and we would go, I have like a very vivid memory of they, because they sell like everything, and they, yeah. had, they were selling trampolines, like giant, like backyard trampolines and they were hanging from the ceiling of the big warehouse and i remember as a little kid looking up at those and being like we have to get one we we must that's so many it's a (laughs) (laughs) and my mom was like it's insane that these are allowed to be sold you would die if we got one of these and she was right and we never did yeah Yeah. kids love tramp yeah we, we we didn't have um we didn't have 
I, well, no, maybe we did have Costco, but we the place we went was BJ's Wholesale Club. That was yeah. the place that was in, yeah. That, like, Sam's my me- Club is my memory right. might be Sam's Club. Like it might be, it might not be Costco, but you know, same deal. Yeah, I think I could. Only, I only went like once or twice, but yeah, you're just like my my fucking dad looking at one of those like eight gallon tubs of plain Stonyfield yogurt and the the bow chicka sounds like song starts like bow bow. He's like, mm, <laughs> yogurt probiotics. <laughs> Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's <laughs> Looking at a Dave. huge vat of yogurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, I feel like weren't you like maybe allowed? To, are you allowed to use some sort of lift in a Costco occasionally? Like some sort of mechanical like thing a platform that, like, that brings you to the trampolines. That might be it. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I, I would just I like say that I wanted stuff that was up high so that I could get on the lift. I'd be like, yeah, that thing. You know, it didn't matter what it was. My mom would be like, you want a safe? And I'd be like, yes, yes, <laughs> put me on the lift. Put me on the lift. I need my anvil, please. Um, uh, yeah. So, one of the things that is like, you know, very well known, what Costco is known for beyond uh, comically large uh, portions of, of frozen food and stuff is uh, their famous. Dollar fifty hot dog and a soda combo. Um, this website I'm looking at actually calls the calls this uh, an infamous dollar fifty hot dog and a soda combo, which I think is a real misapplication of that term. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why that's infamous. People use that misuse that word. I feel like all the time. Um, it's famous. It's notorious. Great. People you know, infamously. Like, it's, like, it's, it's not a, a misuse robber. Exactly. Yeah. It's not the the hot dog didn't like kill its girlfriend in the 80s like why yeah. is this infamous like, there's not a there's not a sheriff trying to drive it out of town <laughs> yeah when the when this weird. when the hot dog deal walks into a saloon the piano stops playing yeah the hot dog soda deal was actually uh, first came to fame um as a result of the preppy killing in uh, new york uh <laughs> met the, the hot dog met the soda at a dorian's red hand a bar on the upper east side and yeah <laughs> Yeah, and they went to Central Park, and it was yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. A Dorian's con- red hand. Yeah. I, ju- <laughs> <laughs> I just watched. Uh, I just watched um, the last days of disco the other day, and so I feel like the preppy killing was is like very fresh on my mind. I feel like they I feel like the people in that movie definitely hung out at Dorian's red hand. No yeah. question. They probably did. Dorian's is a is, look. I went there. God, it's probably ten years ago now, but it's uh, you know it's. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. I mean, I assume with everything going on, I mean, they have food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, but, but, yeah. Next, what a time live show at Dorian's Red Hand. <laughs> <laughs> Come see us. I mean, do not go with a stranger to Central Park afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we don't go to like any park. Do not stranger. go to Central Park with a Costco hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like a, a train conductor like feeling a, a hot dog press into his back. Oh no, the infamous <laughs> deal. <laughs> Lock the yep. passenger cars. The hot dog just walks into a, an Old West bank. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know why I'm here. There's a, this there's deal an old is criminal. Time, an old-timey bundle of dynamite under a train track, and then when you follow the fuse, it's a hot dog sitting on top of a detonator that's slowly lowering. <laughs> the infamous hot dog deal. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, this classic, classic deal, uh, one of the top deals, uh, very good. Um, they naturally, as time has gone on, so they introduced this, the deal in 1984, um, and naturally, like, prices have gone up since then, 
And uh, Costco brought in a new CEO. I'm trying to figure out when this happened. Um, 2018, apparently. Um, Costco brought in a new CEO, and one of the first things the CEO said was, uh, this is a a quote directly from from him to the founder. He said, Jim, we can't sell this hot dog for a buck 50. We're losing our rear ends, which is very (laughs) funny. I'm picturing this happening on the bridge of the Enterprise. That's what this (laughs) feels like. (laughs) Well, I feel like it's a very, I'm imagining like the fucking, um, you know, Darth going, the guy going up to Darth Vader and then getting force choked because, uh, he says like, look, we're, we're losing money. We can't sell this. Uh, we got to raise the price. If we went to 175, it would, it would probably be worth it. And, uh, Jim Senegal, the co-founder turns to him and says, if you raise the effing hot dog, I will kill you. (laughs) Figure it out. (laughs) It's so good. I will kill you. It's just one of those things where he's like, this is our heart. You know, this is, you can't take this away. I will will shoot you with a gun. It's like, all right, man. I, I do. I love the. I'm trying to make you it. more money. <laughs> yeah, me and Figure Kath almost out. got into a spat, but uh, I won't discuss that. But I also think it's it's funny <laughs> it's to fine. imagine them trying to figure out how to lower costs on this and just being like, "There's no way to make like the, the, we can't. What, you can't get like a less expensive hot dog." <laughs> They're like, "We're already using the cheapest hot dog and Ground some, floor. some coca-cola syrup like there's no way that we do this yeah i mean because yeah we were talking before this about like cost margin and like how like it seems like you could do this for a dollar fifty and not lose money like how much how much is a hot dog really but apparently yeah. they're just in the basement already like they're not yeah i i, I guess it's because like look you got to rent the giant costco warehouse you got to pay the hot dog makers yeah, I don't was, know. Do you remember when it was like a popular? I don't know if it's like a popular thing. Or it was something that you, people used to say. I feel like where they'd be like talking about clothes, and they'd be like, "Cotton to make jeans only costs like four dollars." It's like that's not how this works at all. Like you can't. <laughs> it's not like at cost to make. You know, like it's not just yeah. The you're cost just, you're of just the kind of like buttons disregarding the whole idea of like brands and fashion, which like fine, but like yeah. okay, yeah, we're not, like we could all wear like you know rags but like <laughs> to keep us clothed technically but that's not yeah. how the world works well, unfortunately i saw a good meme the other day that was like it was like a, a Karl marx with like laser eyes and it was like me when a youtube influencer says that a 20 20 dollars worth of fabric that they've spent four hours making into a dress is a 20 dollar dress it's just <laughs> like come on like you yeah. think about this shit like well, it's Oh, you sorry. worked on this forever. Like it's not just because you cost of materials doesn't mean that that's what the thing costs. Yeah, have like, any of these people read Little Women? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, there's also that thing where all the YouTube influencers were just buying like trash off Wish and then selling it as like their necklaces. They were like, "Get my oh, necklace," yeah? and it was just like terrible, just like costume jewelry they got off like Alibaba. And Hell they just yeah. like jack up the price. Respect. I anytime I get like an Instagram ad for any kind of like jewelry or whatever I want, I always reverse image search it and see if I can find it on Alibaba. And usually I can, and then I get it for two dollars. Yeah. Um. Just yeah. Kath is wearing eight gold chains. You can't see it, but she's <laughs> dr- absolutely dripping in gold. I'm terrible at accessories. I like. I barely ever wear jewelry. Yeah. I sh- I just like don't know how to. 
I feel like I learned how to like dress, but I didn't learn how to how to do that stuff. Like, I was t- I was talking to somebody uh, last week. How about I I want a chain, but I I know I can't. I want a chain, but I don't want to ever wear it. I don't ever want to be seen wearing a chain. So I was like, Why? "What?" Because it's a it's a vibe. It's like a whole thing. I don't know. But I was like, "What if I got like a house chain, <laughs> like a chain for when I'm just like watching TV? I could have. I just want like a thin Cuban that I can wear when I'm like sitting on my couch. I could I lay on like my couch and just kind of like rub it in my. I don't know. Let's see. I, th- I think it could pull it off. Like, I don't know. I'm just about you already. You already have the the poker jacket. That po- like already. Yeah, but am I gonna? Then I can't wear the chain and the poker jacket. <laughs> Why not? Are you kidding me? Like that's. I just feel like you should lean into being that guy. Like I remember oh, no. when you bought that jacket, you were like, "I want to look like a guy that sells drugs to private school kids." That's yeah, what I I've want. Yeah, I said that my 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 the style that I that I'm trying to pursue the most is prep school drug dealer. That's how I yeah. my vibe I've always been going. And- to. And that or, guy wears a thin Cuban chain, so I think you should go for it. No, his his rich parents would be like, that's very new money, and they'd make him take it off, but they'd let him keep the jacket. <laughs> that so. motherfucker don't miss, man. <laughs> if someone says that about me, I'll keep wearing it. I no, used to wear... Absolutely. I, when I was a kid, I don't know what age I stopped, probably before high school, but I, I got as gifts, I got like a gold chain with a cross, and then I got a, and I got a Celtic cross, and we went to Ireland. I used to wear those, and I, I'm only now realizing that's kind of weird that a kid would be wearing a gold, like you know, it's like a otherwise kind of rules. Uh, huh? Super white kid would be wearing just like a just like a you know non Italian, non uh, non just not not culturally a thing that like yeah. I feel like Irish kids in Connecticut would be wearing. I, I mean, yeah. I don't Papa, know. Like, Papa Mo's a chain guy, right? Papa Mo's a yeah. chain. Yeah. yeah, like Catholic. I feel like any Catholic culture chains are a part of it. Like. There's gold. There's gold somewhere if you're if you are from a Catholic culture. I, I feel like if you're super Irish or something though, like that turns into a tattoo at a certain point. And, That's and true. I, yeah, you know what I mean. It and absorbs like, that, into your skin. It never turned into a tattoo, tattoo for me. <laughs> it just yeah. You get like yeah, I don't a, know. Maybe a chain tan somehow. There's like a, a little cross tan. tanned into your yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just like my my background is an Italian, but like I'm always I'm always pro chain. I think I think they're great. I think more I think it's also like chains. a chest hair thing, or it's just like man, I'm yes. gonna really look like an absolute pornographer if I get a chain. <laughs> it's it's like, that's a cool way to look now. That's it's very trendy. Yeah, I think you should do it. See so it? Yeah, yeah. yeah sign up for our Patreon so I can buy a chain, a, a house a, chain, an ice, <laughs> so I can buy my house chain, my house Cuban. What if I just got like a huge dookie chain and <laughs> hanging on a hook? Like when I walk in and out, there's a coat rack at my door and there's like my yeah, coat you, and my dookie chain. You like, it's where your keys go. So like you put your, you take the chain off, put your keys there and then you switch mm-hmm. them when you go outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, I feel like house chain does kind of make it sound like you are imprisoned in your home. But, yeah. but I do like the idea. But in fact, I'm freer than ever before. That's the truth. <laughs> Yeah, house chain sounds like you're like a you're either a chain chomp from Mario universe yeah. or uh, something out of the film Black Snake Moan. Mm, I was yeah. <laughs> I'm thank the, you for making the reference before I go. Yeah, I'm the Bow Wow from Link's Awakening. That's me. <laughs> That's <laughs> I have to be released. Well, um, uh, the end of the story basically happy ending. They did not raise uh, the price, and therefore the CEO was not killed by the founder of Costco. <laughs> no murder happened. <laughs> so great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we can all go get our dollar fifty hot dogs still, and uh, I think that's rad. 
Costco. Check it out. Make a friend with a membership if you don't have one. Mm-hmm. Number three. All right, number three uh, comes to us from uh, uh, Wet Bigfoots. Uh, this is the story of, and I don't, I guess this is because of the anniversary. Uh, it's a story that sort of nothing really happened, but just time continues to pass. Um, a Illinois man um, has just recently celebrated the 60th anniversary of um, continuing to hold on to an old frozen <laughs> sandwich partially eaten by Richard Nixon. That's yeah. this guy's whole thing. Suck it to me. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess when he was, like, 14, this guy, Steve Jenny, um, uh, he was in uh, at a barbecue or something, um, and ahead of a speech, somebody gave Nixon a barbecue buffalo sandwich um, on a paper plate. And I guess Nixon took a couple of bites, said how good it was, and this kid just decided to take the sandwich after everyone, like everyone left it there, and he just took it and went home and gave it to his mom to freeze in the frid in the freezer. Um, the sandwich went in a plastic bag, inside an applesauce jar, and stuck it in the freezer. I assume the applesauce jar was empty of applesauce. <laughs> no, you gotta um, hide it in case someone <laughs> right, wants right. it. It's like drugs. <laughs> they were smuggling yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Inside is it went inside a, a, a packet of coffee grounds and was shipped. Uh, to, yeah, um, and uh, it's just still he still has it. And he in 1988 he went on uh, the Carson because of the sandwich. Oh, I'm God. not clear on why. Um, <laughs> I mean, that sounds right. That's me? like I'm surprised he wasn't like a recurring Letterman guest. It's also yeah. weird because it's like. It, when he went on, it was in 88. That was the 28th year. That's not even like an anniversary. Somebody just must have found out about it and was like, get this guy. Get this weirdo well, on I television. Like how you, I like how you set this up where he is, quote unquote, celebrating the anniversary of continuing to hold on to yeah, the sandwich. It's such a, like, such yeah. a, so many qualifiers. It's um, also really funny to me that like Nixon took a few bites. Like It probably wasn't a very good sandwich. Like he probably didn't like it that much. If he, I mean, just he, def- took a few he definitely would have said it was good it. either way. If it was yeah. somebody that yeah. he, that it would have hurt him to say it was bad. That's politicians right? want. If you make make the president a sandwich, you're hoping he says it's good. I mean, <laughs> the book. If you make the president a sandwich, he's going to want more. <laughs> the sandwich tastes like shit. Like I like personally, <laughs> I if I were making Donald Trump a sandwich, I would not. That would not be my main like issue. But I feel like if if you're at a barbecue and Nixon is there and you you have given him a sandwich, you yeah. probably are looking I, for a compliment. I saw somebody trying to say like you know they were trying to do their like an internet investigator trying to debunk this whole thing and said like they didn't have buffalo chicken in 1968 and, and, <laughs> and it's like well in 1960 it's like well it says barbecue buffalo not buffalo chicken so learn how to read whoever that person. What is, is. barbecue buffalo? It was buffalo it's like, meat. It's like buffalo meat. Yeah. Okay. I definitely assumed a buffalo chicken sandwich as well. Um, well, sauce. it says barbecue buffalo. So I think that, that, no, I think you're right. Yeah, um, having a buffalo roast back when back when they were still roaming the Great Plains before. Uh, yeah, that was 1960, right? That was that, in yeah. that, that in time. that case. I definitely think that Nixon didn't like that sandwich. Oh, I mean, like, like buffalo burgers, like it's like leaner. It's like not that different from beef. Yeah, bison's pretty good actually. Um, I just mean I don't mean because I think buffalo tastes bad. I mean it's a unusual meat that he only took a few bites of said it was good and then left it yeah i feel I like mean, that's it, like yeah. i don't think he, he liked probably it. did not like it mm-hmm. i found a i found a great picture of the guy on carson um i just put in the chat there uh but he's 
he's pretty good. He's like kind of natural. Like I have to say, as like some weird guy who just has like a sandwich. I assume he had something else going on in his life at this point. You know, he had a job. Oh, he looked. Yeah, he looks but, like way more professional than I would expect. I was um, expecting somebody more eccentric. This yeah. guy looks like a like a. Um, he was like a big gold yuppie. watch. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like sitting and chilling. I'll, I'll put the uh, I'll put the link in there too. Yeah. But like, and, and you can. So one thing is. Carson like opened the jar. It looks like and like looked at the sandwich. So like that, they broke the seal after all those years. Wow! Um, and they found like the newspaper article of the picture of Nixon biting into a sandwich. I don't know if it's this sandwich. Um, <laughs> Confirmed. Nixon once ate a sandwich. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know if this makes sense, but I feel like uh, of everybody to eat a sandwich, I feel like <laughs> Nixon would be. He's got like jowls. I feel like he'd be like so slobbery. I feel like it'd be like double. He'd be like not that. <laughs> Yeah, he just like, like get it all over. That's how he makes. It's like when he yeah. Eats a yeah. sandwich. Well, this oh, was when he was still relatively young. I mean, sixty is like you know before before he was well before you know like so. I mean, yeah. I mean, by the time he was out, yeah. But so um, he wasn't as jowly as he. I mean, my my image of Richard Nixon is is literally I have seen more cartoons of him than I have ever seen an yeah. actual yeah. picture of him. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, he he, he was only vi- he was actually only vice president then anyway. Like yeah. he, he wasn't. Pre- you know, so, so this guy I, saved it because he knew what was coming. He right. was like, this sandwich is going to be big one day. Yeah. If someone's this guy, a, he's going places. If someone says Richard Nixon, I my mental image is the Futurama hit a head in a jar. Like I don't even mm. imagine a picture of him. I'm just like like the guy like the Futurama head. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So he um, let's see here. Uh, the other thing about this guy is this guy really milked this thing. Um, he he wrote a book this year um, called "The Sandwich That Changed My Life," and he was a uh, Carson. It's about no what? Like what? No, Johnny Johnny Carson did not write a no. Um, no, I'm saying like what? I, I'm I'm just really like what. How did your life change? Yeah, I guess he just, you know. His life know. changed because he found the sandwich when he was 14 and he got older and became an adult. The main thing is the main He attributes that all to the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, the, the main the main thing seems to be Okay, so I guess here we go. So in, in the description of the of the thing, it's on, available on Amazon paperback 14.99. Um good price. Uh, so after so Carson gave him as part of this bit on the show, he gave this guy uh a sandwich that Carson had a couple bites out of. Like he ate a couple bites of a sandwich on the show, and then and then I guess he got food contributions from Steve Martin, Tiny Tim, the ukulele playing guy with the super high voice, and others. So really a time and capsule. And others. Of, and I don't know who the others are. But so I guess you have to read the, the book to find out. The others are less famous than Tiny, Tiny Tim, Tim. That's right. Based they on that formulation. Tiny Tim beat from them an out SEO perspective, that, se- that seems correct to me. <laughs> um, and uh, but I mean, like this is apparently like you know I'm sure this is a nice book, but it's just like man, how long? But it's like I guess he's got more going on than like you know I don't know like a person who's like 25 that has a memoir or something you know or or, or whatever you <laughs> yeah. Know? Um, I mean, I feel like that is maybe an interesting thing if you are already a, a person who has demonstrated writing talent. Like maybe you could make that into a book that would be remotely interesting but i think short story tops it could be (laughs) you could make it into an anthology perhaps with a story about this well okay he has a he has a co-author so yeah i was like if this is ghost written it's gonna be that's unbelievable yeah a ghost writer to talk about it's it's i'm sure it's just somebody somebody approached him although this year like why would you approach him this year like of all the books from this year you know 
Didn't you say it's from this year or like yeah, a few book, years yeah, ago? Yeah, the book came out in August. Yes, the book. Yeah. So it took year. him how many years to write this? <laughs> I'm assuming he's been writing. How it many whole drafts time. do you think he did? Sixty years. He wrote one word a month, um, <laughs> and uh, it's 146 pages. Um, so yeah, it's not too oh. long. It's just you know, and it's just like hey, whatever you know. It's not a. He got someone to make the paperbacks, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, and this is like this is like not this isn't a book. This is a pamphlet you're distributing. Yeah, what, what's like a famous <laughs> novella? Because I'm I'm sure that there's like a novella that has like a truly gripping story that is shorter than the book about the man the the Nixon sandwich. Um, uh, the Mist by Stephen King. Yeah, sure. No, it's 176. I'm wrong. Sorry. Oh, so it's about the same. You could either yeah. read The Mist or you could read about this guy's. Sandwich. You could read Upton Sinclair's The Jungle yeah. instead of this and learn about the production of that sandwich. Yeah, you could read uh the you could read depending on the edition you buy uh, Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um Yeah, so that's uh that's this guy. I mean, good good for him, you know, I guess. That's he's got his thing, you know. Uh I think we're all looking for our thing in life on a certain level. Uh, this guy just happens to be having a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Or some sandwiches. This funny. The article doesn't even mention many. the other. The article does not mention the other sandwiches. So, um, yeah. I wonder if they're all he sandwiches. Got hungry, yeah, he, hard boiled egg. He's re- he's revealed as a fraud because he's eaten all the food that people <laughs> gave him. Wait a minute. We've carbon dated this sandwich, and uh, um, it's like, a, I did good, have the original, but I got hungry. I'm sorry. Good, a good quote here is: "As long as I'm living, the Sat sandwich will be stored in my freezer in a container that is labeled Save, Don't Throw Away.' I love the idea that you need that label. It's like, come on, man. We know Dead Dove, do not eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mean the same label that's like on yogurt in a work fridge? Like, <laughs> like, like I, I think I think whoever you live with knows not to throw out the thing that's your thing. You know? Yeah. Like, come on. like your whole like, deal. Oh, was yeah. I not supposed to? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um. So well, yeah. yeah. So hey, look, good for this guy is what I say. That's my like, best of luck to the continuing uh, holding of the sandwich. Yeah. Hopefully nobody loses power and uh, yeah. s- stays safe. Find your bliss, you know. Although it's sealed in a jar, so you know it'll be okay. I hope it has it's like fine. a like a surviving like typhoid in it or something like something like Nixon secretly had, and then like he's like, look, they it's the Nixon it. sandwich, and it just starts. Well, let's not talk about pandemic, but you know <laughs> that sort of thing. Number two. Number two. Uh, number two. Uh, I just lost the story. Vamp, everybody. Are you doing? (laughs) This is perfect for me trying to find this. Yes. You had a story open. What was it? (laughs) Um. You got it. I found it. I found it. You had a million dollars. One hundred dollars. So uh, a bunch of people sent us this, um, including uh, Bussy Esquire, who got it via JF in the Discord. Um, the story comes to us from our very own New York City uh, Grand Central Terminal, the subway station that I used to use to go to our studio back when we recorded in person. Um, mm. This. Uh, Basically, what happened is uh, three, they say railroad employees, so I guess not MTA. I guess these were like some kind of other, like whatever, some other rail service. Um, They have been suspended without pay uh, because it was discovered that they had converted a room underneath Grand Central, you know, D 
deep down in the bowels of Grand Central mm-hmm. into their own personal quote unquote man cave. Um, it's, it's just this is just the Ninja Turtles. That's what this is. Yeah. It is, yeah, and it it kind of looks like a like a an apocalypse bunker a little bit. Um, but yeah, they got they got it all set up. Uh, they had uh, a wall mounted TV. They could stream on it. They had Netflix and stuff. Oh, Chromecast. They, they they probably had a Chromecast. Uh, they had a futon, a couch, a refrigerator, an air mattress, and a microwave. So it was just like a, a dorm little. Room. Yeah, it was a little dorm room, a little a little chill room. They did. They do in the article have a picture of the futon, and it looks like, it looks like it's been through many dorm rooms. It's, it's like it's the futon. It is the futon. It is like very saggy in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's been through some stuff, but it's they sort also of folds. On, not really. On top of the, uh, it's such a like it. It truly is a man cave because on top of the uh, microwave, there's a. Uh, a box for a pull-up bar, which I think is very funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of empty some... bottles of Captain Morgan lined up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's empty Gatorade bottles. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they they got it all. Um, but there's yeah, a... it uh, the, uh, apparently this was there was a complaint filed against them in 2019. Somebody reported the room. Uh, the complainant said that uh, these three employees would quote hang out and get drunk and party. In this who, room. who reported them? Fuck that person. I Why know. Do you give a shit. Is if, it, a if they're not on, if they're not on the clock, who fucking cares? If they're not drunk driving those trains, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, other funny thing in this picture is that the TV has. If this isn't just like a secondary picture or somebody for this, the TV seems to have a like a screensaver of a <laughs> Fortnite streamer on it. Is that who that is? Okay, yeah, I was like, this. this guy, I know this is funny, but I don't understand <laughs> what it like, is. It's basically. It's like. The guy that replaced Ninja when Ninja left Twitch. <laughs> like, nice. So I guess they're like watching Fortnite streams in their little yeah. man cave. In their little little windowless man cave uh, deep in the bowels of Grand Central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think this is rad. I mean, clearly that room wasn't being used otherwise. Um, I mean, yeah, don't get drunk on the job, but, you know. But if you're off the your, job. If you're off the job and, like, you're working long hours, maybe you don't want to go home yet. And uh, you don't want to pay the prices for the Grand Central Oyster yeah. Bar. After after a long day of working in the subway, the last thing you want to do is take the subway. Yeah. You know, you want to get in your little man cave and watch T-Food play Fortnite and <laughs> drink <laughs> Captain Morgan, drink yeah. some Fireball whiskey or whatever. Yeah, I guess. So I guess they were Metro North employees. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can... The whole thing about Metro North is you can, so you can drink, drink on, on it. drink on the ne- so. Metro North, yeah. <laughs> they're just, they were just trying to... They were, they were like hanging out of the man cave trying to get people to come party with them that were getting off the Metro North, just <laughs> holding out a bottle of uh, 99 bananas or whatever. And they're like, come on, we're making fucking buttery nipples. Get in here. <laughs> I <laughs> love your that. conception of them that they're like, it, they're literally like college. Kids. Yeah. They, like, they, that's they what are, they drink. Well, when, when they're watching <laughs> Fortnite streams, T-Foo. I am literally like, how old are they? Like, I yeah. feel like, I feel like they might be like pretty young. As in, like you know, maybe they just like maybe they just went straight maybe into they're, maybe they're maybe they're teenage mutant yeah maybe they're mutants <laughs> teenage yeah. mutant Metro North employees yeah <laughs> yeah it's just the teenage mutant ninja turtles if they weren't turtles so it's just they're going, four teenagers and an old guy they're going <laughs> down there to train with a yeah a giant rat with yeah. the pull up bar yeah that's what the pull up bars for <laughs> it's all um, the teenage mutant ninja turtles ever did just pull ups it's a whole body workout. <laughs> I do that. I feel like that should be added to the canon of like things in a boy apartment is a box for a pull up bar, like uh, yeah. a one eighth full Gatorade on a nightstand. Um, 
pull-up you know? bars are so funny because they're <laughs> really funny. 95% of people with a pull-up bar top out at five pull-ups, pull-ups. So it's like, oh, are you, you're doing like three to five pull-ups a day on that bad <laughs> but you've, it's worth that to you to make one of your doorways look insane. Like, oh man. That's my goal. I want to be able to do it. I want to be able to do one because I can. Oh, we we had a fitness test in in middle school that oh, yeah. involved a pull up. Yeah, and you had to try. So it was it was like humiliating. If you were like a, a fat kid. You it just was like, hey, why don't you get up there and flop like a salmon until I say it's okay for you to stop trying? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I God. I vividly remember that, and I remember like everybody had to watch you. Like we'd yeah. all sit there and watch you, and like yeah, I've I've been like fat my whole life, and so body weight wise like even though i was like in relatively like i was i wasn't weak or anything but like no i couldn't pull myself yeah. up like well, and then if you couldn't pull yourself up you could do the hang did mm-hmm. you have that too like it was like you can do a pull-up or we'll time you and see how long you can hang with your chin above the Which bar is, and i oh, couldn't even do that up, okay i was like not just like slack hang see how long you're gonna hold your fucking body your your fat body weight above no yeah, it was I mean, like you hold your chin above the bar and even that i could could not do and yeah. it was humiliating the pull-up is an absolute curse for for chubby kids and adults alike because so mean like at least if it's like a bench press or something you get the benefit of body weight but in pull-ups it's right. like hey you're probably not strong and you also weigh more than anybody else so it's like yeah that strong kid's gonna do more than you also it's easy for them because they weigh like 90 pounds or something right yeah God. no it was very cruel mm-hmm. P- push-ups are kind of the same way because it's like body weight but the push-ups are a lot easier than pull-ups so. yeah 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 but yeah. yeah empty empty pull-up bar box classic boy apartment accessory um mm-hmm. you know you eat your you eat your chicken breast with sriracha on it and then you bust out three pull-ups yeah. and call it a day one of those huge huge bo- hey, uh, cans stop, of stop this <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. Stop saying all these things. <laughs> no, that's those... not your life anymore. You you live with your girlfriend, so you that's have true. You're yeah. a civilized civilized man. One of those gigantic like, uh, tubes of uh, of like what's the guy's name? Like Tony something's Creole seasoning, like the. Yeah, no. Paul 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 Perdom's. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Various types of magic, meat (laughs) magic, chicken magic. Uh, Man, I just so definitely not just throw a bunch of those away like last year. Definitely not. (laughs) I've been living in my so like the apartment I live in now. I've been living in here, living here for two years. But my two roommates who just moved out had been here for like five. And so when I moved in, like all of the story, all the available like storage places in the apartment were just like full of their crap because they'd been there longer than me. Now that they've finally moved out, I'm like going through everything and throwing shit away. And last weekend I threw away four one eighth full garlic powders. Uh, <laughs> Give them to me. Those least, things are expensive. At least two meat magics. At least. Uh, a bunch of fucking Zatarans, like so much cumin. Who needs that oh, yeah. much cumin? Just making a lot all of chili. Of it, all of it expired years ago. Were they big Just chili like, heads? Did they compete in a lot of cookoffs? These no, are all chili that's ingredients. the thing that's so crazy. I lived with them for two years. I only ever saw them eat pasta with pesto on it. Like I don't understand <laughs> where all this stuff came from. Dude, I think a lot of it was roommates who had moved out before me. Like it was so much stuff. Also, it's like spices are spices are so expensive. Because I did, I moved into my new place, and like I didn't, you know, have spices because I didn't. And like I got, I went down to the grocery store and bought like just like the basics and stuff, and full on got sticker shocked at the grocery store. Like they were like, yeah, sure, that's gonna be this much, and I was like. 
am I at like Best Buy? <laughs> just like <laughs> what a TV cost. Um, <laughs> I was like getting thinking, was getting just, set up with the basics can be kind of expensive, yeah, it's yeah. really expensive. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just eat. Do I like spices? Maybe I'll just eat bland chicken. <laughs> I'll just eat just <laughs> tuna uh, fish and soup. Those. Tuna also, fish and soup. I read. I read an. Art, I'm not seeking this stuff out. I should say that I'm not like looking for this. But I read. Uh, maybe, oh, this not an article. It was like a Twitter thread about why British food is so unspicy, or like like natively is because that when because uh, like rich people had spices because they're so expensive, and then when like colonization and stuff happened, spices got cheaper. Poor people started being able to spice their foods, and the rich were such dickheads that they were like, "Well, if they have spices, we don't want spices," and then they just started not spicing anything and being like it's actually much it's actually much cooler and and nicer to like not put any seasoning on your chicken and now that's (laughs) british cuisine unfortunately for everybody yeah that's fascinated i'm i'm being vindicated honestly between this and last week when someone sent me that there's an actual bug pudding recipe yeah no you're definitely in the right on this one for sure um yeah unimpeachable yeah these uh, these man cave people, I guess they have not released their identities or their ages, but I, I think we're probably right to assume they are young. I can't imagine some like forty five year old like Union Metro North guy hanging out and watching Tifu. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they uh, they they have been. I don't think they've been fired. I think they're just suspended at the moment. The Union, they got a uh, come yeah. on, fellas from, yeah. from management. <laughs> Exactly. Like, that's what I was going to say. Honestly, it's like if you just left high school and were able to immediately get a good union job, go for it, man. Watch Tifu on your time out, time Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Fix some subway lines or whatever. Yeah, we're we're super on the uh the we're on the Metro North train with these fellas. We're with them. Yeah. And a lot of guys drinking Four Loco. This <laughs> Metro North experience. All right. Ready for number 1? <laughs> Let's do, do it. it. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Number one this week. At first seems like a story we may have done many times, but it is a saga. Let me tell you. Um, This is a story uh, of a notorious... This accurately is an infamous baboon in (laughs) South Africa. Uh, So there there is in South Africa... uh, This is in Cape Town. There is like... He is known as, like, the worst baboon. And his name is Kataza, which means trouble. Um, and he, they said he has terrorized residents for months in the seaside village of, uh, I'm not going to know how to pronounce that, Kamechi. Um, so he does that. And according to, the, there's something called the Cape Town Baboon Technical Team. And they have, no joke, a file on Kataza. <laughs> Kataza has a goddamn folder on him. He's got a jacket. Dude, yeah. He's yeah. got, like, they can look he's got him a rap up. Sheet. Look, lifting his little baboon fingerprints from whatever he does. Um, so he's like, they say that he, he, they've noticed he solicits other baboons to join him. So he's literally like, he's like, come on, fellas, let's go fuck shit up and down in Cape Town or whatever. And uh, so they finally uh, caught Kataza. And, uh, you know, he, 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 they finally did catch him. <laughs> um, they, this seems mean they, they, the primate was taken in by authorities after a recent raid of several suburban homes. 
And then uh, they just took him and I guess dropped him off in a different place, which seems like not a good solution. They drove him right over the county line. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you guys deal with this new jurisdiction. (laughs) Right. This Um, is your problem now. Yeah. And so that's, you know, this is a story uh, which we've done like many times like this, except that now everyone apparently loves Kataza, the infamous He's a folk hero. And I'm looking at a photo of a big banner hanging up in Cape Town that says, hashtag bring Kataza back. <laughs> they want them <laughs> to go get Kataza and bring him back because there's like a whole social media campaign. And they say, um, uh, there's a, this is a woman from a conservation organization named Baboon Matters, uh, which I think means like the baboons matter, but it also sounds like, <laughs> like a website or a magazine you'd read it's that their- is about... It's like a public access talk show hosted yeah. by Babylon. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's their newspaper. It's their free alt weekly newspaper. Like it starts off pretty friendly. Mor- so every Sunday morning. <laughs> Baboon matters. <laughs> Two baboons sitting on like what looks exactly like the set of Charlie Rose are just slamming yep. the table and screaming at each other. I'm just imagining like that, like that shitty public access sound quality where it's like there's like tape hiss and then it's just like calm throat clearing and then this noise yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so but yeah, they're wearing like little round glasses that's what yes. i'm imagining <laughs> yeah which they take off when they start screaming yeah they just um, <clears throat> and then start screaming yeah so they're basically saying they're like baboons are criminalized for things that baboons do normally um yeah so like you're just this is just the nature of baboons <laughs> they're just opportunistic foragers and this is like really sprouted, and this so that was one news story. But now there is a true um, like like movement of ha- like hashtag bring back Kataza like took off. People want him back. Uh, I also shared with the, you guys earlier, but the beginning of this article on the the Kataza movement is so good, where it says to supporters he is known as Kataza, to the Rangers who named him he is Katazo. In official documents, he appears as SK11. So this is like the fucking blacklist. It's like, you know, he goes by many names. Yeah, it's like SK11. They're like, we have a file name for him. We won't, we don't, he wants to be called Kataza. We don't call him Kataza. His rap sheet is expensive. Oh, yeah. Wait, I'll read it again with this music. (laughs) To supporters, he is known as Kataza. To the Rangers who named him, he is Akasa Tantazo. In official documents, he appears as SK11. His rap sheet is extensive. And then they have like a timeline of things he's done. April yeah, this 20- is like that that voiceover of you doing that is the opening to his like 1960s action TV show. Which I would love to see. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, this, and then it has like, it has like, they have his rap sheet here. April 2020, SK11 raided five occupied homes in Kamechi. May 2020, SK11 broke through security 10 times and attempted to do so another nine times. <laughs> The report says that when he broke the line, he generally solicited other individuals to join him in raiding town. June 2020, SK-11 led a splinter troop into the urban area on eight occasions. July and August 2020, SK-11 led the troop into Kamechi 15 times. (laughs) So, like, yeah, and he has, this is also just perfect for this. How do you recognize Kataza? He has a scratch mark on his right cheek. He has like a Bond wow, villain scar. He's scar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like Blofeld. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is also super weird. Uh, so this woman who, who who runs Baboon Matters. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm picturing this 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 whole like rap sheet as like the text at the beginning of like the movie Cobra. Like yes. uh, like yeah. like. 
Or this is at the end of a documentary about Kataza and how hard it was to catch him, and then this is at the end before the credits. It's like since since the end of this filming, Kataza has re-entered town eleven times. He's at um, large, leading yeah. a splinter group. <laughs> splinter group is so funny. It's really it good. Feels like they it makes were it say sound splinter like cell, but it, they didn't. It's the right. baboon with the splinter cell, the Tom Clancy triple fucking night vision. Right, <laughs> like it's it's like he's a terrorist or something. Like yeah. he's more, like a clandestine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like the IRA, like the yeah. real IRA, and then the first, yeah, all the. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's one weird thing is that the this lady who runs Baboon Matters describes baboons as her quote soul food, which I don't think she knows what that means. Um, but um, she eating them? She's eating them. Yeah, it seems yeah. What's like that? Yeah, I don't want to help her. Like that doesn't sound like it's really <laughs> helping Kataza. Yeah. And, uh, she wants to eat him and absorb his powers. That's really what's happening here. And uh, so <laughs> this whole thing is just, I mean, the person writing this definitely ha- is having a good time. So there's an ecologist that in, they recorded Kataza as a young adult male who's submissive to the alpha male. And he had not yet begun the male b- baboon behavior known as consorting. Prolonged periods of following and mating with receptive fe- females. And then he says, Kataza has since cons- commenced consorting. So Kataza's fucking. <laughs> um, Kataza's out there fucking. Yeah. Kataza's get, he's getting it in. And then, <laughs> yes. So what Kataz has done apparently is, is rather than challenge and defeat the alpha male, he's doubling down on pleasures and taking a small group of females to a town where food is abundant and he is having both his cake and copulations. So he's like, he's basically like, come on, we're going to party. He's like yeah. a goddamn club promoter. And then he goes and wrecks like <laughs> suburban homes with his harem of, of baboon ladies. He's putting he just, he, little flyers underneath all the other baboons' windshields to yeah. let them know. After he does crimes, he just has the party like in Roadhouse where they all just go nuts at uh, Brad Wesley's pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The baboons oh. dance exactly like the lady who stands on a table in Roadhouse. Yes. <laughs> or the, like the, the one big tall guy. It's like, he's adorable, isn't he? Like Just like very, very normal way to talk about henchmen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, that movie, like, really more than any others, um, like, outlines some, r- like, real weird power dynamics between henchmen and their and their leaders. I feel like yeah. in a lot of movies, the henchmen are, like, kind of nondescript and, like, they, they don't really have much personality. But in Roadhouse, it's like they give them enough personality that you're like, this is a weird relationship. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's like, wow, guy. Brad Wesley's abusive. He's not yeah. a good guy. Like, of course he's not a good guy. He's the bad guy. But even within the dynamic of with the henchmen, he's a bad guy. He's, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the one guy, it's like, look, man, if, you're, if your thing is to be like a fat guy in suspenders with a little knife, you're not going to be the number one. You're like always yeah. going to be number two. Just because the, can't, the vibe you can't, you've chosen is so weird. There's not a lot of like opportunity for advancement in yeah. being the fat guy with a little knife. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, there's not upward mobility in that position. Yeah. You know? Fat guy with a little knife. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're, yeah, they're really, because they say that they're, they think that Kataza's intention is to form a splinter group, which I just want to say splinter cell. But um, he says he has his own little splinter group of females. He's trained them, and they also want to go to town with him, which I'm not sure if is a euphemism or is also just true. Works, <laughs> regular I think it works both ways. They yeah. want to go to town on him. <laughs> they want to go to town and go to town when they're in town, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, I'm imagining also the, the montage in Wet Hot American Summer now is what these baboons are doing, where they go into town. Oh, yeah, they're all in a pickup. Yeah, Kataza drives a pickup truck with yeah, all the Yeah, and they all go into town, the and back. they, like, 
they just like it escalates into them like shooting heroin in the town like all the camp counselors yeah that's what yeah. I'm imagining just again saloon doors now this is infamous saloon doors swinging open everyone looks and it's just Kataz is like with reaching up to pop the saloon doors open um, yeah with his weird giant long monkey arms <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so there's apparently there are three main camps in this big whole kataza issue the first is the one we've heard about which is like baboon activists who say that it's like cruel and unhelpful doesn't do that um and then the particular sticking point is apparently i think we've talked about this before their main method to dissuade kataza is to shoot him with a paintball gun so (laughs) they don't like that um and then uh, they say they've been opposed to the paintballing for years. Um, That's good. The second camp is uh, there's a well, biodiversity. This is they got a lot of big words on here, confusing me. Um, <laughs> oh my god, we got to help him out. Yeah, please. <laughs> Do you need uh, to share your screen? We can read it for you. Uh, we can help you pronounce it. There's like it's just one of those things where it, it, it's suddenly like this. It suddenly went from like a regular, you know, like prose article to be, this literally looks like a, a study. Like I'm reading like a research study. Um, <laughs> this is very accurate for me. Um, okay, so this is just like, their second camp seems to just be people who are like, don't think they're doing a great job, but aren't against it. They're just like, there's one camp that's just like the way they, do, they're bad at this, but they should be doing it. And then, yeah, the third camp are the residents affected by the pillaging baboons. Um, they probably don't love this bit of bring back Kataza, the people who've been pillaged. They're probably yeah. like, this is not that funny, actually. Yeah. There are monkeys fucking in my house. I want them to go away. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is all this. This came to a head as well when there, there was apparently another infamous baboon named William who... Uh, who this isn't that funny, but he like William ripped. is a very funny name. Well, like, yeah, for a baboon, he, yes. He he ripped the sliding doors off a lady's house. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a pregnant one with a toddler, and he ripped her doors off. And then that he sucks. was uh, w- William was unfortunately euthanized. And uh, on the Baboon Matters website, they have like I guess a memorial to him, referring to him as William the Conqueror, and refer describing him as a huge, gorgeous boy. Aww. So, R.I.P. to that huge, gorgeous boy. Yeah. And uh, they're like, somebody else is saying, is like, we don't shoot them that much because paintballs are expensive. <laughs> so, uh, but the signs are up. Bring back Kataza. People want him back. Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully he, 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 we can see. Give him another chance. So he's, he, he may have squandered his first one million chances but i think give give kataza another chance i think he comes it back. sounds like he is like breeding a super race of katazas in this other town yeah there's just going to be so many of them have so many be, heirs yeah well he's he's making another splinter cell to is, raid yeah. the town this is going to be like he's going to be like the the, the Khan con of baboons he's just going to have this like incredible like just like stable i don't even know if that's really how that works but uh stable like the nation of domination or uh or de- Degeneration X, a yeah. stable. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they want... Yeah, this this baboon lady is a little weird. Unsurprisingly, the head of Baboon Matters is a little strange. The, cor- the corporation, the corporate ministry, but it's baboons. Yeah, Baboon yeah. Matters, LLC. Yeah, they say, uh, as things stand, Kataza is living an itinerant life in Tokai, 
while the debate over circumstances rages on. One of the places he's been sleeping is atop the roof of Polesmore Prison. Man, <laughs> just mocking the people in there with his freedom. Yeah. He, every morning he goes to Tokai and sits there and looks at females. Then he gets chased off. That's life for a baboon. <laughs> Man, he's like an old guy so just, at the pool or something. He's just like yeah, an old creep. Yeah, goes and looks sits, good. looks at females, gets chased off. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get what out a life. Of here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, he seems cool. I'm for it. Come on the show, Kataza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have Kataza on the show. We'll discuss baboon life with him. Well, we're, we're changing our show to Baboon Matters. We're gonna have Kataza on as our first guest. Yeah. Uh, look forward to that. Here today is Kataza to discuss. You're not allowed to unsubscribe the from the Patreon. We've locked in the. <laughs> we've, we've locked, locked in the charges. <laughs> That's, yeah, sorry, we're sorry. locking down our Patreon. You can no longer cancel. <laughs> and the entire podcast is changing. Yeah. Yeah, we've put a block on it somehow. We've, But yeah, it's it's Baboon Matters now. It's like the That's U2 the- album. You're just getting Baboon Matters on your phone, no matter whether you like it or not. You can't delete it. It's, it does not allow you to delete it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a real fire engine for a second. This is the intro. That's the intro to Baboon Matters. That's yeah. what it sounds like. It this starts with them breaking bad... into the studio. That's... <laughs> yeah, it's like the Eric Andre show every time. Like mm. how it starts with him fucking up the Yeah, he just smashes the, the entire set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's probably not the best place to go into plugs to say that you cannot unsubscribe from our Patreon, but oh well. Oh, yeah. Now we have to plug being able to unsubscribe from our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's a, an important thing we emphasize every time we plug it. Yeah. <laughs> really a vote of confidence uh, in we our We don't have quality. access to your bank account. We're not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can you can withdraw at any time. Um, yeah, plugs. Hey. Um, Patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Uh, lots of bonus episodes. Uh, live show video. We got a, a Roadhouse commentary track. We talked about Roadhouse a little bit there. Um, I don't think we use the phrase fat guy with a little knife, but that's, uh, another, that's up there with, uh, all the bears are fat this year for me. It's very pleasing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we got all that at 1100, uh, patrons, uh, Eli's going to do a little art show of some of his old art. Um, we I really do almost say- out of it. Yeah, I, sorry. <laughs> it's always described as a little art show. <laughs> I'm trying not to set expectations too high. Okay. Yeah. Look, you should just be happy that I'm not involuntarily saying fashion show again, because that is in my head every time I say it. I, I don't know. Fashion. I, I cannot. I have a, Somebody else can do this from now on if we want to do that. Uh, 1100, uh, that is happening. And then at 1200, we're going to do the death nut challenge, um, where we're going to eat a series of spicier nuts. And then at 2000, we are, uh, doing the NFL combine, uh, as well as what are we, what do we add to it? Something we <laughs> shot added, put. Put. We added shot shot put. Put. Right. <laughs> we're going to have to get a shot. <laughs> we're going to have to get a shot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's patreon.com slash what a time pod. Lots of good stuff on there. Uh, we got the T public link in the description. Um, we got a couple new shirts, uh, including a, uh, both from Josh Gonham and riffs. Um, and the latter, uh, or the more, uh, the Massachusetts based one is, uh, designed by a friend of the show, Jackopedia. Uh, so check those out. Um, if you like the show, uh, rate and review on iTunes, you know, tell your friends, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, Reach out the to discord enemy. 
Tell, yeah, tell your enemies too. Whatever you know. Hey, a play is a play. Um, uh, Discord. There's a uh, good community on there. You can the link in the description to sign up, and you get the access to the private channels at the ten dollars subscription level. Uh, we're what a time pod on Twitter. What a time pod on Instagram. What a time podcast at gmail dot com. And uh, I am Patty Mo on all the stuff, and I don't have anything to plug. Um, I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. It uh, comes out once a month in the free form, and then we do two Patreon-only bonus episodes a month. When we get to $1,000 a month in Patreon uh, subscriptions, we're going to go to weekly, so there'll be two free episodes a month. So uh, we're getting close, so if you're interested in that, it would be awesome if you could subscribe. It helps everybody because you get another free episode. Um I don't think I have anything to plug other than that. So check it out. Cool. I actually have a big new thing that's been real fun. I've noticed a couple of people that maybe follow me on Twitch and podcast people have been there, but I am doing a new show on Twitch with some of my friends from College Humor called TV and D, where we do old school D&D like dungeon crawls as the cast of different television shows we just finished the seinfeld mini campaign where we were doing some dungeon crawling as a as like george lane kramer and the one of those is you can see the vod on twitch we're also gonna put on youtube and then uh we have a week off this coming thursday it's thursdays at 9 30 eastern on twitch.tv slash tv and d but when we return next week we will be doing a king of the hill D campaign which i'm excited about I believe I'm currently playing Hank Hill as a fire-based sorcerer with a small Bobby Hill as his familiar that flies around him. So uh, that should be yeah, fun. Yeah, that makes also, sense. Also, you can follow Propane. me on my regular... Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can also follow me on my personal Twitch at twitch.tv slash pig underscore dog. Um, just finished The Last of Us. Uh, I don't know when I'm playing next, but check it out. And then, yeah, Twitter and all that and Patreon and et cetera. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Thank you, Bye. Friends. Bye.